0: Welcome to Ridge to Ridge Outdoors Podcast, brought to you by Willow Creek Archery, located in Temecula, California, and serving SoCal for over 32 years as a premier archery shop with a 13-lane indoor range. Brett and his staff will have you 10 ringing in no time and get you confident for the upcoming season. It has everything you need to get you on the podium or fill in freezers. Willow Creek has all the major brands and specializes in bow hunting, target shooting, and tuning bows. And Tricer USA for all your lightweight backcountry hunting needs. For the lightest and fastest glassing system on the market, check out the GTP1, trekking poles, and bino adapter. Make sure you use promo code R2R for 15% off at checkout. We are back. Man, it has been a while. Shit, I don't even know when the last podcast... um, that we recorded is, but I think it had like March. I think, I think. Well, let me double check. Yeah, it was in it was in March, and I think we posted it in April. Like the first week of April is what we did, and we posted it. But me and Ryan, we had to handle some stuff. We had to take care of business, and to be to be honest with you guys, it, it's not like a, it's not like a good time to post a ton of podcasts from like February to mid June is really, you know, the podcast has been around a while and we've noticed that like downloads and views have dropped off during those months. So it's kind of like our off season for recording during those months. And it actually worked out quite well for us. And, um, you know, popular demand and Instagram and running into people at shoots and the full draw tour Like, it, you know, it was made very aware that people would like this thing back and running, so, you know, we decided to start back up and and we're going to start busting them out again. Um, I have a lineup. We got a bunch of people lined up to come on. We don't have exact dates lined up, but we should be posting, you know, conservatively every other week, but we'd like to do once a week. That being said, that's like extremely hard to hold down. I mean, that like once a week, if we can do it, we will. If we have the guests lined up and we have the backlog, we will. We'll we'll put them out once a week. If if we don't put them out once a week, we're gonna shoot for once every other week. That's more of a more realistic time frame for us, you know, with work and Ryan having eight kids. Yeah, you know, well, I think he has like three kids now, a new baby, and all. You know, so it's it's more realistic for him to put, you know, get the time away from the family to be able to record and us to be able to get one out once every other week. But we'll shoot for once a week. Once every other week is probably more realistic, so expect those. And uh, we'll go from there. Um, like most of you guys probably have heard, if you haven't heard and you're hearing it for the first time right now, um, we have a... So there's four of us, okay? It's me, Timmy Cole, Mark Reggie, and Brad. And this is not a competition at all. It is not a competition. But we all individually think we have a certain set of skills that allows us to uh, smash some coyotes um, with, with, uh, with ease. And after a few beers and some back and forth talk, we have decided that we all four are going to test our skills to see how long it will take us as um, friends to reach an accumulated number of coyotes down. And that number... It's 40. Now, it may seem like it's a competition, but believe me, it's not. This is four friends just shooting coyotes. That's all we are going to be doing is shooting coyotes. Just so happens that Mark and Brad live, you know, 80 miles north of me, and Timmy lives 70 miles south of me, and it's easier for me to hunt with Timmy down here and Mark, and Brad to hunt up there. So that being said, this 40 coyotes is the goal. But, we all have decided to take on a quarter of that 40 and be responsible for that number. Now, when your quarter is reached, you know, there's going to be some handshaking. So, tag along. If you guys want to Post your pics of your dogs. Post them. Tag us. Tag Mark. Tag Brad. Tag R2R. Tag Timmy. San Diego Hunting Adventures. Let's do it. It'll be a good time. And uh, I'm going to, I think I want to start a new phrase. Like, save a fawn Wednesday. I think (laughs) that'd be great. You know what I mean? Save a fawn Wednesday. Look, if you're bored, go save a fawn. Smash a dog. Get it done don't be scared. Hit us up. Any four of us will give you tips, pointers, direction, you know. Pilots are everywhere. Go out and have fun. Get it done. You know, save a on Wednesday. All of that covered. <clears throat> Today, I am sitting here with Andrew Brilski, one of my buddies. It's, uh, I've known you for how long? About a year? A couple
1: years? Two years?
0: No, a year. A little over a year. Yeah, a little over a year. Yeah. uh, We recorded with Andrew uh, last year. Some of you guys may have heard it. Some of you guys may not have. Unfortunately, we had some issues with our podcast, and a lot of these episodes ended up going away, uh, audio issues and whatnot. That being said, he's back with us, and he just got back a few weeks ago from New Zealand. Hell yeah. He was there for three months. He was guiding. It was not a pleasure tour. I mean, some of us may like would have wanted to do it and live vicariously through him, but for him, it was a job. And um, he's going to tell us all about it. You know, maybe maybe some other stuff. Um, so, Andrew, just give give your give your Instagram name and who you are for the people that don't know who you are.
1: Yeah, my name is Andrew Burlesky. Hashtag Andrew B R Y L S K I. And I live in Southern California and guide most of the year around on the island and all around California. And then this past season, I got the opportunity to get a job in New Zealand and go and guide for an outfit out there. And it was unbelievable. Like everyone needs to go there, even just to, to visit be- to New visit. Zealand. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that flight would kill me, dude.
1: Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> <It's> a, brutal. <laughs> I, like,
0: so I have a, what is it, flight, flight radar on my phone or whatever. It tracks planes. Yeah. You know? Were you tracking me? I did. You I did? Tra- yeah, dude. Because it, like, it's easy to like, <laughs> you, because it's not like there's 100 flights going from LAX to New Zealand oh, and New yeah. Zealand back. Like, you give the general time frame and yeah. you can pick it up, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah, going out there, I remember, like, looking at my phone and going, like, damn, it's been 10 hours, and, dude, you're, like, by Tahiti. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, you're not even there yet, you know? No. Like, it was <laughs> no, gnarly. No. Yeah, it blew my mind, and I remember when you told me that you were going to, or you had gotten the opportunity, me and you were getting beers at Islands. Yeah. And you're like, oh, dude, I got an opportunity to go to New Zealand. I'm like, when are you going? You're like, in a couple days. And it was. I was like, "Wow!" Because it wasn't. It, I don't think you knew for like. It wasn't like you knew for two months that you were doing this.
1: Well, I had um, a little bit. I found out, and what was it? I was on the island. Guiden had been November. A buddy of mine texted me and said, "Hey, do you?"
0: Oh, it was that long. So you knew that long.
1: I knew that. Going in that long, and then it just kind of fell into place, getting closer and closer. Oh, like, okay. moving parts and stuff. and But, yeah, he asked me in November, and then I was like, hell yeah.
0: But Let's you, do it. You had no hesitation to do it? No. no. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was crazy. I remember telling my wife, I remember telling Michelle, like, hey, Andrew's taking off for three months. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, he's going to New Zealand. And she's like, oh, that's going to be. I'm like, no, he's going guiding. And she's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, he like he got an opportunity and he's getting on a plane and and she was asking me like logistics of it and I was like, yeah, I think the outfitters like going to going to house him, feed him, you know, flew him out there, all kinds of stuff and that's just kind of how it worked out, huh?
1: Yeah. I They got my flight and got out there and had a little shack by the lodge and Oh, a little shit! Me. It was like it was well. It was kind of like a guides' quarters.
0: Yeah, you had multiple dudes in there.
1: Um, the main house where I was at, no, and then there's kind of some smaller buildings next door around. Right, so, right. So you had the other guides had their own little quarters and stuff. Right.
0: Did they did they have families and stuff or no?
1: Um, two of them did. And a, yeah, and then I had another buddy from Colorado came out there. He was younger than me. He was like twenty three years old.
0: Oh, and he came to guide. Yeah whoa no shit yeah really just oh, i'm out of here could you matter <laughs> like i mean you live the life and like my buddies live the life of a guide and and i've said it on the cast numerous times like the idea of a guide is like way more like to someone that doesn't guide the thought of being a guide is an awesome thing right yeah but it's work it is work it's not it's not like easy no it's, you know, people think, oh, you're just out there hunting. Like, there's so much more that goes into it than just, oh, you're out there looking for game. Yeah. You got to make sure your client is safe. You got to make sure your client is happy. Yep. You know? Like, there's so much stuff that goes into this. Oh, Like, yeah. when you showed up, did the outfitter, did he, like, give you the rundown? Like, give you safety talk? Like, all that kind of stuff? Like, I want to hear it, like, step by step. Like, you got yeah. picked up from the airport.
1: <clears throat> so, I got picked up from the airport. It was about... Say two and a half hour drive from Christchurch North. And then they kind of gave me the rundown in the car. And then once I got there, they showed me my living quarters for the three months and then got all my stuff situated. And then they kind of showed me around the the place and this is how we do this, this stuff. And yeah. then the next day we had in two days we had clients come. So the next day it was like, all right, Time to go to work and get stuff ready for the clients showing up. Was
0: this like the opening of season?
1: No, I showed, they started, they were already a few weeks in.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So they had already been killing stuff. Yeah. Now when you got there, did they just give you once around the ranches and then just cut you loose or were they like putting you with someone that's been there for a while?
1: So what they did was the first hunt that we had, I went along as like a Packer Skinner guy with another guide just to learn the ranch and stuff. And he'd show me around while we were hunting and all that and how they do stuff. And then after that one hunt, I was turned loose and Oh really? Yeah. It
0: only took one hunt for them to be like, Oh, you're ready to (laughs) go. You're ready to go. (laughs) Oh dude, that's cool. So, I mean, what was the terrain like?
1: Um, kind of where it was pretty steep. Like there was some, some flat, right. But not a whole lot. Like if you were to stretch it all out, like it was probably, was about, 5,000 acres? Yeah. And then if you're to flatten out, it double. Just, oh, from yeah. Just from the steep terrain. Steaminess. Yeah, a lot of pine trees and right. manuka and matagari.
0: But it's like totally different out there though. Like oh, the, yeah. Even like the way they hunt and stuff now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. way different than I've ever experienced. ever experienced.
0: Like, did you ever get like, was was the idea of like getting high up on a mountain glassing? Like to glass?
1: Uh, yeah, there's, it- there's some spots you can. And then other times it was just kind of, you know, depending on the client, you hike, you walk, oh, really? and then, or you direct Can-Ams, you know. Yeah.
0: Man, I'd want the fat clients.
1: <laughs> just so I'd be like,
0: hey, what do you want to do? Well, oh, I just want to sit here and wait. All right, cool.
1: Sweet. You know, like, we'll sit
0: here, man. I don't want to hike. No, like, in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you get, like, all types of different clients. I mean, I'm sure oh, yeah. you get, like, super hardcore dudes and then some some guys that are just, like, physically not able to. Do the yeah. things that normal people would, right? Yeah, for it, sure. And at that point, like, if you get some, like, uh, physical dudes that, or, like, not physical, but, like, you know, dudes that aren't as physically fit as others, what do you guys do? Just keep them in the low country type deal?
1: Yeah, well, will use. it all depends. Like, guys who aren't fit enough to get around in the hills or the mountains there, you know, we'll take the Can-Ams and then, you know, drive around, glass from Can-Ams, do kind of not as steep hikes, we'll do shorter hikes and kind of, you don't want to burn guys out, Mm -hmm. especially guys like that. Yeah. That you want them to save all their energy Energy. and their legs for that stock that you want to put on that animal.
0: Yeah. For when they're ready to, yeah, to get it. Yeah. Yeah, That makes a lot of sense, dude. That makes a ton of sense. What, what did you guys hunt out there, dude?
1: Uh, mainly red stag and then did some fallow deer. We had wild pigs, um, and
0: people fly from halfway across the other world Or like halfway across the world To come and do all this stuff Yeah It's like a huge, huge bucket list For a lot of people, Do Oh, it is like, t- it,
1: like most of the, probably All the clients that I had That we had at, in camp Were all from the States Really? Yeah
0: It's so crazy to me And it co- It's not like it's five grand
1: No, no. This is
0: thousands and thousands, thousands. of dollars Yeah it's, it's insane how much these hunts cost
1: yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it, but, like, <clears throat> if it's a bucket list thing, you know, and you've been saving for 20 years, knowing yeah. you wanted to do it. Yeah, for sure. And that's probably what a lot of those guys are. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh, yeah, like, it's, I would, it's not on my bucket list. Yeah, it's not mine Dune, either. But, you know, I can see why it is on some guys' bucket lists. Yeah. You know, shooting a giant red stag, like, it's awesome. Cool. I, out of all the, you know, game that we had, the tar was my favorite. Yeah. That's
0: that's super cool. The tar is? Yeah. Is it just because they were just, like, on the cliffs and stuff or what?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, terrain is just
0: Insane. gnarly. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're black, huh? Yeah. They're, like, in the summer, they switch over from their summer coat to their winter coat. They're kind of a blondish color, short hair in the summer. Yeah. Then they switch into their long manes towards the winter. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, you know, New Zealand, like, the idea, like, if I was going over there and it was, you know, if it was season and all of that stuff, yeah, of course I would do it. But I even, like, with all the traveling that my, my chick likes to do, the idea of traveling that far to go to New Zealand, because it's not like it's a tropical place, no?
1: It's super green. It's green. I mean, it's but, green. It's not like a trop, like.
0: But it's not like. You know Hawaii or anything Or like No Tahiti or any of that right It's like rainy yeah. Wet Green Yeah It's like The southern hemisphere's British Columbia Yeah Right Something like that Yeah I'd so, say so So it's like I think I would If I was gonna go there It would be Oh we went to Australia For two weeks Yeah And then We're stopping by for a few days And yeah. then we're flying home That's kind of how like I, I envision like seeing New Zealand yeah. Not, not going, going that way for two weeks, you know? But at the same time, I don't know, man. Maybe I'd kick myself in the teeth if, I, if we did that and only, only spent three or four days there. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. But that, that, the whole idea, I mean, now you're an international guide. You know? Like you were, <laughs> what? You were guiding for, for uh, Wildlife West with Ben. Then you were guiding with Kika. And now you're with this guy out there in New Zealand.
1: Yeah, hopefully I did a good job so I get hired back, right? You, I mean, <laughs> you, you want to go back? I would go back. It's pretty – It's pretty, pretty different? Rough. Yeah.
0: I mean, gosh, dang, man. Being away that long, though, three months. I mean, you know, you don't got a family or nothing. You don't got kids or nothing, so it doesn't – No, you
1: but, know. you know, it was getting there. You kind of just don't think about, you know, you got three months there. It's, like, just work, but then you're, like, once that two-week – with me, the two-week mark – of like leaving, oh, it's just really? like, oh, I'm going home. Like, oh, you're you ready know, to know, go I'm, home. I'm like, I was kind of ready. I mean, it was like, oh shoot, I'm leaving, kind of like that. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you know what, ready to head back.
0: Really? Were you were you wet every day?
1: Not every day. Like out, it, of, <laughs> out
0: of like a week hunt, like a one week hunt.
1: I'd say out of a week hunt, it rained. Like, every two days. Really? Like, to the point where you thought everything dried out. Yeah. It wasn't going to. Because it would just rain again. Ugh. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. You are always in a rain jacket?
1: Uh, pretty much. I mean, it'll what didn't, never left my pack. That's I, for and, sure. And I
0: remember, I remember <laughs> texting you. Like, we'd be texting. <laughs> and the time zones were so crazy. It'd be like 10 o'clock here, and you'd be, whatever, <laughs> noon there. And we're texting, and you're like, Oh, yeah, I'm sitting under a tree. It's raining. <laughs> You'd send me a picture of just, like, a t- torrential downpour. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, just what a miserable thing, you know? But, I mean, yeah. if, you're, if you're hunting it and you're only there for seven days, like, that's kind of cool to kind of experience that, you know? Yeah. But you want to be hunting, you know, obviously. But when it's raining like that, you're not. But I couldn't imagine having, like, working that all the time.
1: Yeah, and everything, you know.
0: Never dries out.
1: Never dries out. You're, you know. Good thing at our place, we had a little stove in there that we could fire up at night and
0: oh, dry really? everything out. Yeah. What was the temperature like?
1: Uh, it wasn't too bad. Like, I mean, the coldest it got was freezing when oh, I was really? there. Yeah. There'd be frost on the ground. It's kind but, of cool. But yeah, I'd warm up during the midday. Oh, it would. Yeah, when the sun was out.
0: Yeah, that's kind of cool, man. That's yeah. a, it's a, just a different experience. At least you can say you've done it now. Yeah. You know?
1: And I'm glad I did. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I would imagine you're going to go to Mexico this year, too. Hopefully, December and January, whatever it is, you know. Heck yeah, you'll you'll dig that. <laughs> That's going to be an experience, <laughs> you know. What um, me? Well, here we'll just we'll just talk about it now. Me and Andrew, we actually decided to try to burn our points in California this year, and it kicked us in the teeth. It did. We tried. It hurt. Yeah, it did. We both have a significant amount of points, and um, not max points, but. You know, good amount. A good amount of points. And we thought for sure we were going to draw a muzzleloader tag and be able to go up there and hunt that together. And, uh, dude, we did not draw. Nope. and And it made, and it, I'm, like, distraught because I don't know what to do now. Like, I assumed we were going to draw it so much so that I didn't put a lot of time into Utah. Like, I could have drawn easily in Utah yeah. for, a, for a mule deer tag. I... I could have, we could have went back to, me and Matt, we could have went to Arizona for Coos Deer, and we chose not to because I wanted to burn my points in California, and then yeah. the deadline had happened, and now I can't go back. So now I'm, like, scrambling. I have, an, <laughs> like, I have an OTC tag in Arizona, and I have an A-22 in California. Now my second tag, I don't know what to get. You know, between D-15, there there actually is... um. There's some premium tags left. Is there? Yeah, <laughs> but they're archery. Hmm. Yeah, so I was like tossing that around, but then I'm sitting here going like, "Well, I'm going to the island. Like, I'm yeah, gonna you go, are. I'm going to go to the island, so I might as well just get a D15 so I can hunt the opener here up on my mountain, and then you know, just if I don't tag out, then just slam one in the island. You know, Heck go yeah. out to the island and, and go mess around out there. But you know it's one of those things where I've always said it like tag season is such a stressful time for me. And it's specifically yeah. for this reason only like right now, just
1: how it falls. Like, it,
0: yeah, dude, there's no, there's, I can't put in, I can grab like a leftover tag or like in the second draw of Colorado, but I I don't know. I might look into that. And then any of the leftover tags in Arizona, I can try to grab if they're like, if any of the units that I want to hunt are there. Uh-huh. You know, I, I mean, there's still like some options, but it, like when plans don't follow through, it's so <laughs> horrible. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and like well, we
1: were I, sitting in the car, yeah. you and I, and we were waiting for 20. It was a it was 20, 20 minute th-
0: thing. It was like, remember, California put that yeah, thing out. They,
1: 20 minutes though everything was down there fixing something and we were just there refreshing and it was like yeah. after that 20 minutes was over we were like oh they're gonna get, it's gonna show us and then we yeah. waited a little bit longer and then there we were and then our hearts were broken
0: i know and it just <laughs> we didn't draw and and like i literally was we were going up to glass yeah. and um we were just discussing like dude we're gonna draw this tag there's no way we're not and Then we were talking about it, and it's like, dude, well, how are we going to hunt it? And we were just discussing, oh, are we going to take one vehicle, two vehicles? Like, maybe we'll go up in the summer and scout. Like, we got to figure this out. Yeah. You know, just going through, talking about how this is going to go down. And then you get hit with, oh, you didn't draw. And you're like, what? Like, dude, my points alone would have gotten that thing. And, you know, I know you were like one, two points below me, but – it should yeah. have averaged us, and we were like, anyways, we had more than enough points to draw, and we didn't draw. I know, and it like I was like, oh man, it that kind of hurt. Yeah, it hurt a lot, you know. And so, at this point, you know, I don't even know what Andrew's. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna even pick up a tag?
1: Mm, like a I just got the t- one you. Oh yeah, I, that we put in for their third choice. We got yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but, but I don't know. We'll <clears throat> see. I know it's a lot easier for you than I am because yeah. Pretty much, guidance takes up
0: yeah all my hunting for. Yeah. But I mean, if you want, you just you know whatever. But on my end, you know, I got a I got a ton of time that you know now at this point is like un unac- it's like unaccounted for. Like normally by now, I kind of have an idea of what what I'm gonna do and where I'm gonna go and like for my season. You know, all of yeah. that time, I always save my all of my vacation time for the rest of the year, the end of the year, like from literally from like August to December and we just kind of place it in where it needs to go. Uh But this year with, with no tags and you know, when, when I wasn't hunting out of state, it was no big deal. I'd be so happy to have an A22 and a D16. I'm like, yeah, man, I got to, I got hunt for four months locally, Yeah, you know, (laughs) like, but I don't want to hunt locally. (laughs) I mean, I want to, but like, I want to, I want to go out of state, you know? So, you know, at this point I'm kind of, Kind of reeling for it. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks I'll have some clarity on what's really going to happen. Yeah. In regards to any other tags that I decide to pick up and we'll go from there, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is what it is. Um, you know, other than that, hopefully it, it all turns out well and we have a good time. Oh, heck yeah. <clears throat> Dude, um, we lost we lost your, your sheep hunt story. I know. You want to run through it?
1: Yeah, sure. Like a rough draft, like a quick...
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll ask questions.
1: Yeah, so if you all didn't hear the podcast of my sheep hunt, I'm going to give a little rundown on how it went. And so I was working here doing my hay stuff and got a phone call and had a friend of mine ask if I wanted to take his spot on his stone sheep hunt in the yukon and hell yeah i was all over it and i had three four weeks to prepare for that hunt and then flew up there had an hour flight by float plane to the main camp and then had a nine hour horseback ride Ugh. which was not too bad i mean that's a long not, time yeah dude. yeah it took in Nine horses got back in there quite a ways. And nine horses, nine horses.
0: How many guys were you with?
1: I had my guide, and then the Wrangler, and then the rest were just pack animals.
0: Yeah, they were just carrying, yeah, supplies.
1: Here. Nine dude. hours, yeah, dude, dude,
0: nine hours,
1: you're sore. And then <clears throat> get there, got to our spike camp, and then the next day we were on the glass. Looking for rams, and took us a couple days, saw some young rams, not a whole lot of um, aged big aged rams. and then by I believe it was day five days I think it was day five, we found we found a good ram. He was all by himself, back right. in this drainage, and
0: was he high up?
1: Yeah, he was back in this like bowl. Back up in there yeah and we couldn't get on him that day to get a closer look so then next day next day we made a plan to go back there didn't seem there when the next drainage over there he was got a little bit closer we knew he was a good ram and couldn't get on him. he kept moving and then the next day after that we spotted him at 700 yards Ooh. and um kind of came over the top on of him on a ridge. Yeah. He was way down the ridge and got the glass on him. We're judging him a little bit closer. Good ram. And then within that time period that we were glassing him, he got up and moved. Oof. And we couldn't find we couldn't see where he went and we went after him trying to get a little bit closer and we couldn't find him. He bailed off somewhere or something happened. And then the rest of the time I was there we couldn't find, like, almost the rest of the time I was there, I couldn't find, we couldn't find him.
0: Now, <clears throat> I remember when you told told me the first story, like, I remember how you guys found him, and then you lost him, and you lost him for, like, four days.
1: Yeah, we lost him. It was six, eight, last time we saw him, and we lost him for, yeah, four days after that. We could not find him.
0: And then at some point, you guys were, like, He went, he was going that direction. He's got to be in this mountain range. Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah, we did like a grid system kind of where we were all at, checking drainages. Didn't see him there. So we went back to the drawing board, and we figured that he'd be working his way this way, just the way he was traveling. Yeah. So then, you know, it came down to two days before the end of my hunt. Yeah. And the owner calls us by sat phone and says, hey, um, we had a sheep hunter cancel. Do you want to extend your hunt longer? And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I told him, I said, yeah, I can do um, five days of hunting, two days of travel. And he was like, done. So then we made a different different game plan and we need to be more mobile and the rest of the time we just stayed up on the mountain and yeah you spike hunted. camped
0: it yeah and i remember because you made that the, the sat the phone call happened in camp right Yeah,
1: we were at there spike camp with the horses yeah
0: yeah and then you told the wrangler hey we're gonna go on foot and we're gonna spike camp on the mountain yeah right that's that's what i was wondering if yeah if you guys reached out to him via sat phone
1: or how yeah because we were back we were back at the camp with him right we made a game plan and then we were on the mountain for the rest of that time and it was like day what was it day 18 we spotted a ram and the last drainage before it just went straight to the bottom and he'd have to cross yeah big creek and my guy goes it's him we found him, and I'm like, I knew going into this, I was like, this is the ram. We're going after him. We're hunting him now. Yeah, like, yeah, And we found him late in the day, went back to camp, and then came back on day 19. We weren't too far away from where we were camped. Right. So we went back, same spot, next day, found him within 30 minutes. He only moved to like 200 yards yeah. in the bull. And then we waited, waiting for the wind to switch, waiting to see where he was going to bed. And then we had to go just ninja status, like, all the way down. We The way we went was just gnarly. We had to get below him, go through the pines, come up around the other side. And then we were walking. It was kind of like little bluffs, like yes. just benches all over. So we were, like, in it. We didn't know where he was going right. to be. Because it was so just broken up. And you're just going super slow. slow. Like super was, slow. Yeah, and then I kind of looked to my right, and there he was laying facing towards the canyon. And I grabbed my guy by the belt.
0: You His back, bam. I just
1: grabbed him and stopped him. Uh-huh. And I pointed, and he was laying right there.
0: At how many yards?
1: He was 300 yards. Oh, yeah. And I already had the gun off, ready to rock if he was any closer. And... Crawled up to the edge, laid prone, guy got the spotter on him, said, we're going to shoot him.
0: And it's bad, or are you going to wait for him to stand up? I told him, him I'd there?
1: wait for him to stand up, just because the angle he was at, Yeah. and he- the wind started picking up, crosswind, not that that would have mattered at that front, right. but, and then we weighed there, and it felt like forever, like... We were huffing, sweating, just, and then so for to the, relax. Yeah,
0: like, for the <laughs> listeners, you got to take, like, I know Andrew blew through this, but you got to put it into perspective. Like, Andrew had been on the mountain for 18 days by then. Yeah. 18 days. Now, we're we're not talking, like, you know, a long guided hunt is, like, an eight-day hunt. Like, no, 18 days you're up there. yeah salt like with these guys away from your wife yeah Or you know at the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know a lot of factors that'll wear dude down
1: yeah and it then, did it was and it all came down to this it was yeah, like it's all right we though. got here we're at this point and it was the moment we were waiting the whole trip and we waited there and i told my guy and i said i turned to him i said hey i'm gonna He's going to stand up. I'm going to shoot him and I'm going to keep shooting. I'm going to till he's down on the ground. Yeah. And my guide was like, hell yeah, go for it.
0: Just shoot him till he stops. Just
1: shoot him till he stops. And he got up, turned to the left broadside. Probably two seconds later, not even two seconds. Boom. Drilled him. Perfect shot. He would have died on that one. And then he spun around. I was reloading, turned the other way, and he started to kind of hop away and then i drilled another one right into him, and then oh. he flipped over and then rolled down this rocky like cliffy thing right. like 40 yards or 30 yards down then stopped
0: yeah, it's so crazy dude that like you watch it on tv all the time like these mm-hmm. animals fall like fall fall yeah and you and you show up and it's like you see them and it's like oh your horns are still intact how does that happen? yeah and, like your head's not caved in yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Like it's so crazy to me. You know? What'd you shoot him with?
1: I shot him with a 30 nozzler. Mm.
0: Yeah, so like a howitzer. Yeah. That's like a can. Hell yeah. Big round.
1: I like big rounds. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that's so funny, because that that's
0: like oh, yeah, you're a guide. You want a big round. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. you're like, hey. No, no small calibers. Like, no. Yeah, I don't blame you, but I'm not a guide, so I shoot small calibers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's funny, man. That's a, that's a lifetime experience that you'll never forget, dude.
1: Oh, yeah. And, like, ever since I started guiding and doing sheep hunts, that's – I'm, a sh- like, into sheep hunting. Right. That's my – M.O., I love sheep hunt, desert, mountain. Right. It doesn't matter. Why do you
0: think that is?
1: I don't know. I like just the challenge that it is in front of you when you're on the hunts and right. out, just the physical and the ups and downs. Yeah. Every day yeah. is different. And just seeing those animals and what they go through the winters yeah. in the mountains and then, you know, the droughts in the desert and just, it's awesome.
0: Like, see, dude, because like, like for whatever reason, man. I obviously I would love to do it, but it's not like it's not my gig. Like I would do it for sure, yeah. and I'd be pumped to do it, and I, I'd never pass it up, you know. And I put it in California and whatever, you know. But I just don't like. I'm gonna hunt a sheep. Like I'm gonna spend twenty grand and do yeah. it. Like I I just don't have that. Like I I feel like I'd be I feel like I'd be if I, if there someone who was like hey. Twenty thousand bucks, go hunt. You know, like yeah. You, you can go hunt sheep, or you can go to New Zealand, or you could go on like a world class elk hunt. Like, you know, yeah. I don't think sheep would be it. No, I don't. I just don't. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe. If it, I mean, I'm talking hypothetically. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you were to put it in my face, you know, it'd be a different yeah. story. But like, people spend so much money on sheep. Yeah, like that is a it's. I mean, look at the sheep show. You've been, I've never been. Oh, I go
1: every every year,
0: and people just throw hundreds of thousands of dollars around.
1: Oh yeah, for the
0: governor's tag, and you know, insane (laughs) what that happens. Oh man, someone's here in my garage. Hold on, two seconds. Let's see what live. Oh, it's UPS. Um, it's like insane how much money people spend on that. Yeah. You know, those governor tags are outrageous.
1: Oh yeah. They're especially when you go to the show and you're there at the auction and just watching guys bid on those governors' tags and it's It's
0: a big deal. Yeah. Have you ever been to like the expos outside of the sheep show? No. Like the Salt Lake City Expo or anything? No, I've
1: always wanted to go to that.
0: I want to go too. I think I'm gonna go this year. Well, in twenty in January or whatever. Let's
1: go. I think we
0: should do it. I think it'd be fun. I don't know when the sheep show is though. when's the sheep show?
1: That's January.
0: Yeah, because they're not the same weekend. no. I know they're not. No. you know, but I definitely want to go to the Salt Lake City Expo go yeah. see because I feel like <clears throat> the Salt Lake City Expo has like a lot of up and coming companies. Mm-hmm. you know, like everyone puts all their shit on display. Like you have like the hushing booth, you have the hunting public booth, the muley yeah. freaks, like anyone that's like really kind of has like a foothold in, in the, the industry. Yeah, they're up there they're with there. their booths and stuff, and just cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's super cool. And I know like there's a lot of guys that like kind of yeah. look down on that kind of stuff. You know, like oh, hunting's turning into a fad or hunting's turning into like the cool guy sport. But it's not, man. No. It's just capitalism. It's yep. these, it's these dudes that want to like start a company. Yep. They get into it. They get popular. And, and they want
1: to do do with something that they love
0: correct. doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I like it. And, and I follow a lot of those personalities on YouTube. Like, I think it's a, it's an extremely good thing for our community in a whole to have these out there. I know, like, there's a lot of hate around, like, Steven Ranella, like, the meat yeah. eater stuff. But I'm like, dude, I listen to, like, every single one of their podcasts. Like, between him and Joe Rogan, like, those are my two top podcasts that I listen yeah, to. Meat listen. Eater and Joe Rogan. And, like, <clears throat> some people say, like, Joe, rog- Joe Rogan's way too liberal. I don't think so. I think Joe Rogan's, like, right in the middle. Like, he's just like me, man. He doesn't care yeah. if you smoke weed. No. You know, he doesn't care what you like to do. You know, kind of, like, leave him alone. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, got a common sense. You know, he's, like, not too far left. He's not too far right. He's, like, right in the middle. Like, hey, man, that's just kind of the way I am. But, you know, that's me in particular. But then you look at, like, Steven Rinella, and you go, <clears throat> he's, like, super articulate with his words. Uh-huh. He's, like, one of the smartest dudes. Like, and I don't know if it's just because of his, uh, his, you know, his uh his journalism degrees that he has or whatever he ha- i think he has journalism degrees yeah, I think right he does. Yeah. but like I don't know if it's because of his education level that he's able to articulate his conversations the way he does or if it's just like because he is just a super intelligent dude yeah, but the way he's able to retain information from conversations and like retain the information from books that he reads yeah. and like be able to depict them back into a conversation uh-huh. for everybody to i like that i i like look up to that like I'm not an educated dude. Yeah. Like, I'm not, man. I mean, I got a GED. Dude. Like, I am, you know what I mean? Like, I took a test to get out of high school. Like, you know, like, to get me qualified to get a good job, you know? Like, yeah. that's what I got. So, you know, I kind of feel like I missed my calling when I was young to go to get an education and shit, but just things just didn't line up. But when I look at individuals that can hold intelligent conversations,
1: he's that guy
0: he's that dude yeah and to have it be about like what we're passionate about regardless if you're passionate about the actual topic or not but there's like a lot of good information that comes from that podcast that is relevant to our industry like not all is it you know like hold on how do i how do i put this out there it's it's very rarely ever about southern california if at all yeah. Like, you know, it's mainly all about most Western states, but California is just really not in the mix. I mean, it is at times, but but like that that checkerboard land crossing stuff. Oh yeah, you know, like dude, if you get yeah. it from the that's correct, and then he'll he'll like he'll come back and and redact information that he's put out there if he's wrong, which is to me is super cool. You know, because a lot of guys will be like, "Oh yeah, I was wrong about that. I'm sorry." No. He'll like be like, no, I was wrong about this. This is what I said. This is what I meant. Or like this is what you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't know. I just feel like going back to, you know, the expos up in you know, Salt Lake City and the I think there's one in Oregon.
1: You know Yeah, there's a bunch of them all.
0: Yeah, like these these new up and coming companies. Man, the, like at some point these older dudes that are in our industry are going to go. Yeah. And these new guys are going to be those
1: guys. They're going to be there.
0: Yeah, so you know, at some point Chuck Adams ain't going to be around anymore. No. You know what I mean? And and I've had I've had, you know, the pleasure to speak with a lot or a handful of guys that are older in age, but they're very very accomplished in bow hunting and they know who i'm talking about if they listen to this you know they might be like oh don't put you know whatever dude these guys i look up to these guys yeah like i go like gosh dang you know they they have a certain set of skills that they have developed and learn from individuals that are older than them or better than them that allow them to find success in tough environments and, like, the amount of stocks that these guys have been on and failed yep. to find success. Like, there's so much experience in their heads, and we won't ever get a fraction of that.
1: No. You know, like,
0: you can only get so much out of conversation, but if you were able to share a camp with those guys.
1: Oh, and listen. And listen. Just watch take them, it in. Dude.
0: Just watch it. Yeah.
1: You just retain all that. Information, dude. Yeah, they're saying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know how, like, you like you're a guide, okay? Yeah. So when you're behind the glass, like when we're out glassing the other day,
1: Mm -hmm. like I like
0: to think I glass pretty well. Like I can find animals, right? Like you glass extremely well. You just got off of New Zealand. You've been there for three months. You're back for two weeks or three weeks, whatever you've been. So it's like you're more honed. Your skills are still tight. We had Tim with us, not Timmy Cole. Our other buddy Tim And he's a newer hunter But he's He's glassing With guys that He looks at as like Good glassers Like me and you Yeah Whereas like He doesn't realize it yet But he's He has the capability Of being better than us Oh for sure Yes You know Without a doubt Like He He's passionate about Finding game He's passionate about hunting and he's like a sponge. Like, when we were talking, he was listening. Oh, yeah. And he was watching. And he was glassing. And I was watching the way he glassed. He's not sporadic. Like, no. sometimes I glass with new hunters. Because, you know, I'll hang out with these. I'll meet them at the archery shop. Yeah. And we'll go glassing or whatever, you know. And I'll watch them. And these dudes will be, like, all over the mountain.
1: Oh, they'll, they'll
0: just yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, you got to slow down. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. But... You know, when I look over at Tim, an old boy's just sitting there not even touching his glass. Like, it's stationary. Yeah. And his eye, like, his eyelids ain't even on the, you know, on the, yeah,
1: they're,
0: the what, the reticles. No, not the reticles. At they're really. all the way in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're all, and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. He's just literally looking. He's, like, gritting in his glass. He's gritting that picture, looking for movement or looking for a deer or a part of a deer. Which is how you're supposed to do it. Correct. Is
1: the correct, correct. way to do it.
0: Yeah, dude. And and to see him doing that is like it's cool because I know he's looking like he's learning from you. He's learning from me. He's learning from his own experiences and it's making him a better glasser. Yeah. You know? And I, I just I wanna go to one of those expos. I would love to podcast with a lot of those guys up there. Like I think that'd be super cool. And I know right. and I know guys do it, you know? Like yeah. I know uh guy from western contours he goes up there and he i think he hangs out in the uh initial ascent booth Mm -hmm. and and he records with a ton of dudes and and gals and and i think it would be so cool to just be able to like pick their brains for a split second you know and then get home and listen to all the podcasts and just (laughs) kind of like decipher it you know oh yeah and then post it for everybody to listen to i think i think it's cool you know
1: That'd be badass.
0: It would be cool. So I don't know. I want to go and I, I want to go for a few days. I don't want to just go one day. No, you got to go. Yeah. I want to go the length days. of it, you yeah. know, and just go and have a good time and, and give it a shot, you know, but when because are you going to the island?
1: I will be there. Jeez. That'll be mid September. I'm thinking
0: you are leaving mid September.
1: Probably right around there.
0: Now, when that happens, do you guys just go to camp? Like, you guys get your hotel or your, your Airbnb or the house or whatever. Yeah. And then you guys go up to that conservancy camp and set yeah, it up? Yeah, that you stayed at. Yeah, yeah.
1: We'll be there usually, f- like, not, I wouldn't say max a week before, but maybe five days before the season starts, and then just get everything ready to rock and roll for oh, the really? hunters
0: to show up. Yeah. Go hang lights and shit.
1: Yeah. Well, you know how it looks. When do, yeah. <laughs>
0: do you guys do like weed whacking and stuff to like clean it up? No. They take care, of, the it.
1: Like, yeah, of, take care like of it. We have the conservancy. We're like, yeah. There's like,
0: 150 buffalo that walk through. You know, they come and tear it up. <laughs>
1: yeah. Literally.
0: Yeah. yeah. They're in camp. It's insane, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you're gonna you're gonna be out there for most of the season, then, huh?
1: Yeah. I'll be out there probably the whole season. Yeah. From what I'm hearing. So.
0: Especially now that we didn't draw our tags.
1: Yeah. I was hoping, you know, to. Yeah. Get off that rock.
0: Get out of there for a while. <laughs> I'm planning on spending some time out there. I know. Yeah. It's going to be. Gonna be f-
1: you're just going to show up. You're going to text me. But hey, I'm. I'm I told, uh,
0: And when I was talking to Ben, you were pissing. You know? And I was talking to Ben. I'm like, hey, dude. He's like, how many beers have you drank? <coughs> I'm like, no, not even that many. You know? And he's like, how many? I'm like, I oh, don't know, seven. <laughs> just talking shit, you know? Yeah. And uh, I was like, dude, I'm just going to show up. And he's like. Well, you know, all right, I guess, you know. I'm like, Yeah, no, dude. Like, I'm gonna come out. <laughs> you know, he's like, All right, whatever. So I'm just gonna text you guys and just Hey, come get me. All right. You know? That's kinda how it's gonna work out. Heck yeah. Just see how it goes, you know. I oh, mean,
1: we'll have a good time.
0: Oh yeah. Regardless if I stay down there with you guys or if I stay in camp, it doesn't matter. I mean there's a ton of there's a ton of room there.
1: Oh, heck yeah. You know? More not, yeah.
0: Not a, a ton big, of room. Not a big deal at all. I know Matt, Matt's trying to get me to go to Mexico with you. Yeah? Yeah. And I'm like, well, in January I can go, you know? So yeah. I think in January I'll go for two weeks. Heck yeah. That'll be fun, dude.
1: That'll be epic. Yeah, it will be a
0: super fun time, dude. But listen, dude, we've been we've been banging this cast for a little bit. You got anything else to add?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. What have we not covered so far?
0: I don't know. I mean, we've kind of gone over a lot of stuff, kind of just rambled a little bit. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, not a whole lot. I mean, got yeah. back from New Zealand and mm-hmm. here doing my hay stuff, and then yeah, do that till I bounce out of here and
0: go to the start, rock.
1: Go to the rock or or whatever before that.
0: But yeah, it's pretty much what it. I mean, I know we'll do a lot of glassing in D D fifteen until you leave.
1: Oh heck yeah, we're in, you
0: know we're gonna find some bombers, dude. There's some right, bomb hey, dude. Some- We're going to find
1: them We are going to find (laughs) (laughs) them
0: There's bombers in there Pay attention to the social media I'll post them up You won't see any background I'll just black everything out You know (laughs) We'll see some deer You know But uh, Real quick before we end this um, Come on down to Willow Creek Archery Man Every Thursday night We have Summer League And Three Spot League All that stuff I've been shooting there Every Thursday night If you want to hit me up Before you go To make sure I'm going uh, Do so um if you go in there you want to get some arrows get your bow tweaked on get a new set of strings whatever you want you want to buy a new setup man go in there tell brett i sent you dude to hook you up um if you haven't paid attention to brett's son's uh youtube channel travis make sure you go check that out on youtube it's deadhead archery super cool content bows tips tactics he does bow reviews sick archery shoots give it a shot check him out tell him i sent you there too um Another thing. What was the other thing I was gonna say? Oh yeah, we just had the full draw. All of you guys that were there and came up to me and said what's up, and said what's up to Andrew and Timmy and and uh, Jason and, and our other buddy Tim. Dude, thanks for coming up. If you guys yeah. ever see us out in public, yeah, dude, just jam us up, man. Like say what's up because I, I saw a couple of you guys, you know, say what like look at me and kind of gesture and no, just come man. up and say hi to us. Yeah, just we'll- come up and say what's up, man. It, it works out, dude. We're we're personal and yeah, it's a good time.
1: Not a very, you know, aggressive-looking guy. (laughs) He's
0: like, I'm not (laughs) intimidating-looking, dude. (laughs) You're a killer. Straight killer. But uh, thanks for all the support, guys. Like I said, we're going to try to get these things rolling out every other week. Um, You know, when we start banging them out more and more, we'll get them out once a week. But thanks for the support. Um, You know, share share it. Tell all your buddies, whatever. Let's get this cast rocking and rolling again. And basically, that's all I got. You got anything Mm -hmm. else,
1: dude? Yeah, thank you guys for getting on Listen to the podcast and hope to be back on pretty soon. And, yeah, for sure. you know, everyone, good luck out there this season, hunting and glassing, scouting, scout your ass off.
0: Yeah, get out there.
1: Yep, that's get, how it starts.
0: Yep, get out there, find some bombers, post them up, tag us. All right, guys, we're out of here. Adios. Later.